we want to feature DC photographers who are doing good work, right? And a lot of these are amateur photographers, so they're not doing it professionally, but they've created a body of work that is um, quite impressive. So we want them to get recognition for their work, come to a show where we make them wear name tags. And so (laughs) everybody knows that they're the photographer and they're celebrated and it's always really fun for them. We hope that it'll encourage them to do more, right? Like that's kind of the, especially early on, that was the real goal that, that there's, that people are paying attention to you. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. most of these guys aren't looking for, you know, to make it the, to make it a career, although some of them are, and we've seen a lot of people transition to be full-time photographers. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of them, I think, just want to know that that somebody out there is looking at it. Yeah. And so when that happens, when it gets put in a show and then, you know, maybe we'll like use it in a press photo and it's on the cover of the Express or something exciting like that. Like that's really that it's a huge influence on the photography community, I think, to to be to have a little recognition for their work. That's Heather Goss, who has been shaping and influencing the photography scene in Washington, D.C. for the last 10 years. I call her the Photography Empresario, and she's my guest in episode 91 of the Shutterbug Life podcast. Welcome to the Shutterbug Life podcast. If photography is not just something you do, but who you are, this is a place for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything you need to be, do, or have to reach your true potential. Let's celebrate the creative photographer's lifestyle with your host, my dad, Linford Morton. Hey there, welcome to the Shutterbug Life podcast. This is your weekly photography lifestyle podcast, and we're building a lifestyle around creating great pictures, building an audience, and making an impact with your images, and making an impact whether that means selling them, sharing them, or showing them. I'm your host, Linford Morton. Of course, you can call me Lynn, and this is episode 91. I've got a dynamic interview for you with a woman who I call the photography Empresario. Heather Goss is the founder of Exposed to DC, a nonprofit organization that connects photographers of all levels with networking, mentoring, and exhibition opportunities. This is fun because I love these kinds of inspiring stories that show the kinds of things we can create with our photography. When I talk in the intro about making an impact, this is the ideal example. Heather curates images. She creates photo gallery shows. She runs an online photography community. She just celebrated 10 years organizing a citywide photo contest. She edits a major photography blog, and she organizes monthly photography meetups. And all this from someone who doesn't even consider herself a photographer. My question was, why? And what can we learn Well, we'll get into all that and a lot more in this interview with Heather Goss of Exposed DC. All right, I'm with Heather Goss now from Exposed DC and a number of other DC photography platforms and communities and all the kinds of good stuff. Heather, how are you doing? 
I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on, Lynn. Uh, yeah, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I, I was telling Heather before I turned on the recording that if you pick 10 photographers you respect in D.C. and ask them, <laughs> who are 10 people you just have to know in D.C. if you care about photography? Her name would be on at least nine of those lists, <laughs> at least nine. I know because I ask the question all the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's very flattering. Thank you. <laughs> Which is, you know, why I'm, I'm really sort of giddy that, that we get this to, to chat about photography. But why don't you tell us sort of how you describe what you do? Oh, sure. Okay. I've never been very good at this. <laughs> um, so I know you interview mostly photographers, and I should probably say up front, um, I love to take photos, but I'm not really a photographer in the traditional sense, the way you are and um, the other people you interview. I love photography and um, I'm mostly, it's sort of like, you know, hang on to what you're really good at and I'm good at organizing. And so I just sort of, I started doing that and I went with it and I um, started a group called Exposed DC um, a while back, which we can sort of get to how that evolved. Um, But right now it's a, it's a, it's a nonprofit. We've um, technically been going for 10 years now. Um, We're 501c3 now. We just had that happen last year. And so, um, so I run that organization with a team of mine and we try to make sure we uh, both organize opportunities and also advertise opportunities um, for photographers to both participate in and to attend Um, We kind of look at ourselves as as an umbrella organization, like there are a lot of people who do a lot of great things in photography in the city, and we want to make sure that it all, that everybody knows about it, that photographers know the different kinds of things that they can do, and uh, whether it's art photography or photojournalism or, um, you know, other types of, uh, you know, just sort of fun street photography and goofy stuff. Um, So we're kind of a grab bag of things like that, which makes the elevator speech really hard when I tell people (laughs) what Exposed is. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's interesting because it's so funny that you, you say that up front because, you know, as I'm sort of looking around online to see, to prepare for the interview, you know, who is Heather? <laughs> I could not find one Heather photo, but what I found is your body of work are these institutions that further photography for a whole city, which is <laughs> really an amazing body of work and a legacy. But then I thought to myself, well, wait a minute, why don't I see any pictures? <laughs> I know, and I always feel bad because it's like I run this these photography groups, and sometimes people find me on Instagram and are like, "Man, she takes a lot of photos of her cat." It's like not really what you get from the rest of the community, you know, these great like street shots and stuff. Yeah, well, that's interesting. So, so, tell what's the connection? What's the first connection for you with photography? I mean, how do you just pull something out like that and create this? amazing infrastructure around something that where you're not even a part uh, a participant <laughs> uh the origin story um yeah, so <laughs> the origin story thank you so i have always loved photography uh, my grandfather was uh, you know kind of an amateur photographer he always had his camera on him and i think i was in high school or maybe it was when i was on break in college i took a class at the community college uh it was just film photography like developing film and so i bought an old canon ae1 at a thrift shop and uh, learned how to, um, how, to, how to take photos on a manual camera and actually develop the film as well. So it was a lot of fun for me. Like, okay. I just kind of got my start. That's the way a lot of people get their start. Mm-hmm. And I think I got into organizing really quick, actually, through um, when I went back to college. I was actually, um, I minored in astrophysics, which I know is kind of random. Wow. But I, I helped run um, the student observatory 
because I was uh, kind of the oldest of the students who were studying that at the time. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And we did a lot of astronomy type stuff, but we also had this basement that was um, full of junk. And so I got rid of it all and bought a bunch of photography equipment with um, some club money that we had and started teaching people how to develop photographs in, uh, in the basement there. And the hope was that we would start doing some astrophotography So I've always been kind of, you know, I have actually done photography and I I am interested in the process of it, I think, Um, especially developing. I was always really interested in, you know, the composition and um, how just how to make a photo. Um, So I think that's where I really got my start. And then fast forward 10 years later, that's when I got involved with DCS. Um, I moved to Washington, D.C. for law school and I graduated and um kind of didn't know what to to do with my time. Like I had graduated school and I was working this crappy job and uh, didn't have any money. And so I started going to art galleries and I started writing about it on my blog. This is back in the day when people had blogs. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) so I cut through that. I kind of like nobody was really doing art writing and I really wasn't doing it seriously at all. But I guess because I could string (laughs) words together about artwork. Um, DCS, uh, the news blog had just really started up. They'd only been around for, I think it was maybe a full year they had been around. And so they asked me if I'd like to start doing art writing for them. What year is this? That was 2006. The okay. beginning of 2006. Okay. And, uh, so that was really fun and it really just kind of bent my mind in a way that I hadn't thought about. I mean, I'm not a trained art writer. Like I do, I do have a writing degree, but, um, but I never really thought seriously about, you know, how do I put in words, like what I like about a picture. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, you can see how this is all slowly evolving, like my um, participation on the back end of doing art, you know, like not doing the art itself, but everything around the art. Right. And, um, and so there I started doing like a photo of the day, which was just a fun thing. But we started getting this community of photographers who are contributing to us every day. And you could see how good they were getting, <laughs> like, just having a place to do that. I mean, that this is before the day when you could like get, you know, people's photos are being stolen all over the place and you could <laughs> give them to every blog and website, uh, right. you know, in creation. Um, this was really like at the beginning of when that was happening. And so we were forming a little community. And so we started doing meetups, which was really fun. And people met each other in person and we'd have to have name tags that said like what our Flickr name was and what our <laughs> real name was because everybody used pseudonyms. And right. uh, then one of my colleagues, um, Cal Gustis- Gustison, um, kind of had the idea. He's like, you know, I think we could do a photo show. And I thought it was a great idea. And he was more like of an idea man and <laughs> didn't really want to like, you know, do, do the all the work that right. went into it. And uh, and I did. I love that stuff. And so I kind of took it and ran with it. And we ended up having um, a contest and a show at the Warehouse Gallery, which doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Um, over on 7th Street. And it was a ton of fun. And we had a huge number of people both participate in the contest and photographers and just fans come out to the show. Yeah. And that was the first exposed show. We called it DCS exposed at the time. Uh, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. So that was our first year. And then 10 years later, we're still doing it. <laughs> my goodness. Um, you just skated by something. You hmm. got, you got a law degree uh, yeah. <laughs> in Washington, DC. And I guess no one was hiring lawyers in Washington, DC. <laughs> Uh, there were plenty of people hiring lawyers. I, I really, you know, I, I, I fully admit that I, 
did not think through properly <laughs> what I wanted to do when I went to law school. I really wanted to be a speechwriter, like a political speechwriter. Uh, and then, okay, okay. But then in law school, I sort of decided, well, maybe that's not what I want to do. And so I graduated and I, I did actually work for a firm for six years. Um, okay, okay. So I, I did DCist on the side and actually it was ah. great. I, I got, you know, I became an, ed- an arts editor there and then the managing editor. And then by the time I got laid off from my law firm six years later during the recession, um, I was able to transition careers. So now I'm actually a full-time editor. Okay, cool. Um, so... This sort of evolving thing, you, you started with DCist, but if, if I remember correctly, there was a 10 mile square. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing that back in the day, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. Yeah. That, that was also your thing too, right? It is. And actually, technically, so I say exposed as a nonprofit. Our business name is actually still 10 miles square, but okay. because that's sort of. <laughs> fell to the wayside. Um, you know, we were already incorporated under, under that name, but nobody knows us by that name. It's always so confusing. We're like, make your checks out to 10 miles square. We can't cash them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so that actually started. Okay, so I started um, the Exposed show was in 2006. And then we uh, five years later, I think it was in about 2010 ish or 2000. No, sorry, 2000. I don't know, 12, whatever, five years ago. We actually, that's when we split off from DCist. Um, that was when I had been there for many years and I uh, changed careers. And so I couldn't actually work at DCist anymore. And we decided it was always under my name. So I just took it with me. Mm-hmm. And that's when we became our own uh, independent organization. So 10 Mile Square I did when I was still with DCist and I was doing the annual show. And people would sometimes say, they're like, you should do this more than once a year. And I would sort of cringe on the inside because it's so much fun but it is so much work and there was no way that it was going to happen more than once a year but it didn't mean that I couldn't do other things during the year and so I got to know a lot of these photographers and not just you know them in person which was really nice but I got to know um, their body of work you know Mm -hmm. I was following all these people on Flickr seeing how their work developed and how a lot of them would develop you know they're all almost all of them are amateur photographers but they were developing this particular eye, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it was photography, sometimes it was modeling, sometimes it was, you know, it was just these very specific things they were doing, concert photography. And so I was, you know, I was doing art writing and I was getting to know a lot of venue owners in town. And I was like, I could pair this really easily. Like this wouldn't be a hard thing for me to do. And so I would, I decided to really just kind of curate shows myself. And so I would find like, you know, Hey, John, Jane and Greg, like, I'm going to pick 10 of your photos and we're going to go to this restaurant and we're going to, you know, I'm going to, you guys are going to have to frame the photos. That's going to be your cost, but we will sell them and you will get the money and I will do everything else. I'll throw the show. I'll, you know, deal with all the bureaucracy. I'll get, you know, throw the party and get like a hundred people in the door. And so that's what I started calling 10 miles square because I needed to differentiate it from, uh, DCS. Got it. Uh huh. Yeah. So that kind of that was a lot of fun. And I did that for maybe three or four years. And it was really just on my own. Um, I mean, I would partner with other people in the art community, which is great. But uh, but why? But why? If I can interrupt, uh if there's not the profit motive, then and you're you're letting them sell and they're keeping all theirs and you're just doing all this work. What's the motivation? (laughs) Um, I guess I just love it. And I'm kind of um, I'm sort of type a in the way that i need to always be doing something like Ah, okay i really if i run out of projects to do i mean i also like was buying a house at this time that was completely gutted and i spent 10 years renovating it and (laughs) really just like i really get antsy very quickly and i i didn't you know that wasn't necessarily what i 
I wanted a, a career in. Like I, I don't, I didn't really want to be like an art events organizer, you know, so I wasn't trying to like get in on, you know, and, you know, make a, make a real business out of it. You're just in but, hobby uh, mode. Yeah, I guess it was hobby mode. And I, um, and I just loved it. I loved having the opportunity to, I, I mean, I felt that it, that it was really um, interesting for me to be able to look at all of this photography. I mean, it was a real learning experience. Um, mm-hmm. I always kind of joke that I got like a master's degree in, in like art theory, <laughs> just having to think about all these photographers and learn from them and try to decide what I liked. And, you know, I was kind of like getting, you know, interviewed by newspapers and things like that for every like little show that we did. And I would have to talk to people and to say, this it, is right. why, yeah, this is why I'm, I highlighted this photographer and maybe not this one and what I think that they're bringing to a scene that is, you know, full of lots of other stuff that may seem similar. And I, 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 I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I, I, it, I don't mean it as like a selfless act. Like it was, it was a <laughs> lot of fun and it was a lot of hard work too, but I, yeah. I just enjoyed it. So you go out and you get these, you, you throw all these mini shows around town for artists, you know, whose work you admire and so that's sort of how that part get got going. Now there is still a blogging aspect of exposed DC as well, isn't there? I mean, there's a whole platform. Maybe you ought to just sort of define everything that is exposed under the exposed DC umbrella. Sure. So um, I have a whole team now, which is great. There's about five of us. Um, James Calder is he's been my partner uh, for uh, gosh five or six or seven years now. <laughs> he mm-hmm. was actually in the show a few times. Uh, he won the contest and. Um, then kind of joined on to DCS. And then we, uh, he's kind of like me, like he always just, he's really organized and we communicate really well together. So we've been running the show together for quite a while now. Um, And uh, we have a few people who joined us in the last few years. So like um, Caroline Space is probably somebody, like a name that you see if you follow Mm -hmm. our blog. We have a website, um, Mm exposeddc.com. And uh, she is great. She's, um, She's a graduate of the Corcoran. She's a wonderful photographer herself. And um, she has been uh, sort of curating our uh, sort of some, I guess it's twice weekly, um, just photography picks from the community. Um, so rather mm-hmm. than, a, but she's great. She tries to talk a little bit about them and um, the photographers love her every time we have a happy hour. <laughs> so they're always like, where's Caroline? I want to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's really smart. So we're hoping to kind of get her out and, you know, do even more with her. Um, and we have an Instagram feed, uh, which is, I think it's, oh God, James is going to kill me. I think it's exposed underline DC. I think maybe I forget which ones have underline and which ones don't, (laughs) uh, an underscore. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, so we try to, um, cultivate that community too. Uh, cause there's, you know, a community that is only on Instagram, like Flickr used to be our home base and it's still kind of weird to us that that has just died off. Um, we're such old timers, but now Instagram is where everybody is. So we feature, um, we do, we do every Thursday, we do a post on featured Instagrammers and James curates that and he picks like between, you know, 10 and 15, um, really great photographs from the last week and links to links out to everybody. And, um, we've got our Twitter and Facebook feeds and we do a monthly happy hour. That's our kind of social aspect. Oh, uh, we try to get everybody out, um, about once a month. Um, or if we have like, you know, uh, an opening, that'll be our happy hour for that month. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's great. We get, um, you know, usually between sometimes, you know, if it's like raining and we choose a venue way out in Virginia, we'll get like right. five people, but usually we get between like 15 and upwards of like 40, 50 people. Oh, that's so pretty good. Yeah, it's great. And, um, you know, it's kind of the one time that, it's kind of a disparate community. Like some people are friends mm-hmm. with each other and they belong to other groups, but it's the one, one time a month that these people get together and hang out. So that's kind of fun. That's really neat. So 
as you are learning to start um, becoming a critic or or curate, what are you looking for now in 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 an image? Like, hmm. I'm a, I'm a photographer now, and I'd like to start thinking about curating my own work. What am I uh-huh. looking for? Like, someone with your eye, what what would what would stand out? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I can't tell I you what you're looking for. <laughs> it depends. I know, but tell me anyway. Um, I know it's such a you know you know it when you see it kind of thing. But yeah. but I can say for me, um, we've re- we've tried really hard to keep exposed all, most of the time, really focused on the DC community. And so to like so we have a you know we have our annual show. That's what we're really known for. And our, you know our contest for that is open now. Right. And we always say um, our sort of you know, quick description of what we're looking for. And that is um, we want to see the DC metro area through the eyes of people who live, work and love here. So we don't want to see the typical tourist photos. Um, We don't want to see, you know, sort of just the political mud pit that people that people who don't live here see. Um, And so we want to see what the guy who's, you know, taking the green line into work every day is seeing on his commute or, you know, a woman is taking her kids over to so-and-so, like really just things that you don't know unless you've lived here. And a lot of that is like, you know, the the diversity, uh, you know, in, in all ways. Um, and some of that is how the city changes over time. Um, right. Once you've been here for a little while, it's like, you know, well, like, do you remember the laundromat on 14th? That's like, you know, we've seen like a million pictures of that. And mm. that is like, over to you know now it's just like this fancy french place and so you don't you don't know you know but you follow the history of that and you kind of you can see that in photographs how it you know it's not that it that this is a change you know it's not just like oh here's a fancy french place it's like i know the history of this place it's really hard to describe but like (laughs) no i get kind of what we look for i get that i mean when i you're right, which is why I really loved that H Street exhibit that, um, and I'm blanking out, she's going to kill me. Um, <laughs> you mean the one that um, Karen Ramsey no, and no. all those guys did like no, a couple no, months ago? No, no, no. I, the, what, the interview I sent you. I, 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 oh, I Bridget Murray Law. Bridget Murray Law. Sorry, yeah. Bridget. But because, you know, uh, when I first got to D.C., I lived in that part of, of of the city. So you sort of watch the whole city as it changes and evolves. And and seeing that in, in pictures is re- always really fascinating to me. Um, mm. So in terms of – so th- that that's in terms of the topic area that you look for. But in terms of now someone is, is looking at 30 to 40 images – any guidance that you have for them if they're trying to whittle it down to three for the exposed DC show? Let's, let's make it. Okay. Oh gosh. I should have anticipated (laughs) this question. (laughs) Yes. What is it closed Um, by the way? No, it is not. It, uh, the deadline. Oh Uh yeah. The deadline is January 11th. Okay. All right. Good. Go on. Uh, yes. We got a little bit of time. Um, so if you're looking at your photos, I think it it's a good idea. I mean, I, I think I, I really am serious. And I know this is a little bit hard for people. Um, it means you have to do your homework a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You should look at winners of past shows because right. we aren't going to feature a photo that is very similar to a photo that's been in the past show. But it also gives you that. I mean, it gives you a good idea of what we're looking for, right? Like we we want 
kind of a mix of culture that goes on every day and unique things that happened to happen in the past year. Um, sometimes okay. like we always say, you know, whenever there was like a giant snowstorm, it's like, okay, well, we're probably going to pick one photo of that event if we can find a good one, you know, right. but we're also not going to pick five photos from that event. So if your photo isn't, you know, if you've seen other photos from that snowstorm and yours isn't really <laughs> as Better good than as those, those <laughs> right. then don't enter that photo because we're going to pick somebody else's photo. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, but we want something dynamic, right? Like we kind of want... I, I think at this point, what I really like are the photos where you actually need to look at the label to actually realize what it is, um, because mm. it's not, it, you know, it's not like the banner in front of, um, like, what's the, uh, what is it, the, um, is it the, oh, the, the drag queen race? Right. Um, you know, I like, I don't want to see just a photo of them running down the street, right? Like, I've seen right. a million photos of that, unless you, for some reason, got some bang up photo, but you probably didn't. <laughs> What you did do is walk around and found, you know, a couple people interacting in this dynamic way or funny way or sensitive way. And that's what I'm going to look for. Um, and then at the bottom, I'd be like, oh, man, that's from the Drag Queen Festival. Like, I, you know, I, I didn't really I didn't necessarily associate the two of them, but it was that event that you went to and were, were a part of it as a photographer. Mm-hmm. You're able to find those scenes. I think that's the kind of thing that I that I look for. Yeah. Look the, so what factor? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's the drag queen race and we've all seen a million times. What's different. So what's unique, right? That's what yeah. you're so. like. We had one photo last year. Um, and I, I don't think it was the drag queen race, but it, but it was, um, it was something like that in DuPont and it wasn't of any parade or anything, but it was this, <laughs> this guy who was slightly facing away from the camera. Thank God who was, <laughs> almost buck naked except he had like a thong on and so you could see his butt cheeks oh boy (laughs) and but he was on the street and there was like a gas station across the street and it the rest (laughs) of the scene almost looked like an everyday and there was like this kind of this girl who was crossing on her crossing the street on her bike with like um the uh, streamers coming off of her off of her bike handles and she's her cheeks she's kind of turning and is like what is going on over there and the whole scene is just so weird and hilarious and it is from that event but it's not like a scene of the event you know right 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 well, <laughs> so i don't love that photo <laughs> right so you, you you mainly get sort of a sort of street scenes it sounds like then we do mainly and i would say that probably three quarters of the show is going to be some sort of street photography. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I think that's harder than it sounds like you're really not going to, unless you're enormously lucky or talented. um, It takes like a good year of carrying around your camera every day to see the things and to take and to compose it right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and expose it right. And all the things that you can't necessarily fix in your Instagram filters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, to really get a good street scene. Um, but you know, those good ones are people who have been carrying around cameras for a while and we love to feature those. So, but we also feature, I mean, we try to like the, the way we, um, curate the show is that it's half judged, um, like blind judged. And so me and my, my team members each, um, uh, take, uh, look at the photos by ourselves and pick maybe like, I don't know, 50 to 75, 
that are our favorites. And then we sort those and, you know, filter them up to the top with the most votes. And then James and I get together and then we curate the show from those. So we don't necessarily take the top 50. Um, we then want to find a show that features, you know, probably mostly street photography, but also different events in, 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 within that street photography. Right. Um, we want to find, you know, we'd love to find, we don't always find them, um, but a good, like a good concert shot that is, you know, something, uh, you know, from a DC venue, um, a good sports shot is always wonderful. Um, yeah, and it doesn't need to be professional sports. It can be mm-hmm. you know, flag football down in the mall or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, some, you know, some sort of artistic type shot. I mean, we'll, we'll occasionally do something that's a little bit surreal and not necessarily like it screams DC. Um but uh, so, so we look for a good rounding of all of those. So you shouldn't be like just of the subject matter. You shouldn't be afraid to be like, well, this isn't street photography. I don't want to enter it. Like it's not just a street photography show. Right, right. That's that's cool. So how many how many people do you how many ent- entries do you typically get? Oh, that's a better question for James. And he okay. just told me the other day, I think it's we get a. A few thousand, a couple thousand to a few thousand, I think. Wow. And then we pick, um, we usually pick from about that. 45. Wow, from a couple thousand. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough job, but somebody's. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, and, and you guys do it well. So, so when you go into this, what do you, what do you, what do you hope happens as a result of all of this work? Like, what's the, I don't even know how to formulate this question properly, but. I think I know what you mean. We, um, what we hope that I think we have twofold, um, goals in this one is on the photographer side. Like we want to, we want to feature DC photographers who are doing good work. Right. And a lot of these are amateur photographers, so they're not doing it professionally, but they've created a body of work that is, um, quite impressive. So we want them to get recognition for their work come to a show where we make them wear name tags. And so (laughs) everybody knows that they're the photographer and they're celebrated and it's always really fun for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they get to sell their work. We sell a lot of, we try to keep the prices um, uh, within reason for people who've never shown their work before. So the photos are usually like a couple hundred dollars, um, which is really great for like buying art in an art gallery. Uh, so we sell a lot of the work and they get to sell their work, which is really exciting and, and, you know, keep most of the money. And, um, we hope that it'll encourage them to do more, right? Like that's kind of the, especially early on, that was the real goal that, that there's, that people are paying attention to you. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. most of these guys aren't looking for, you know, to make it the, to make it a career, although some of them are, and we've seen a lot of people transition to be full-time photographers, Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of them, I think, just want to know that that somebody out there is looking at it. Yeah. And so when that happens, when it gets put in a show and then, you know, maybe we'll like use it in a press photo and it's on the cover of the Express or something exciting like that. Like that's really that it's a huge influence on the photography community, I think, to to be to have a little recognition for their work. And so the other goal is kind of on the other side is that we want it to be a celebration of D.C. We don't get a lot of that in the nation's capital. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of art here and. A lot of it is, you know, it can. some of it is of D.C. people, but a lot of it is brought in, you know, the exhibitions from people all over the place, which is great. We're in a cultural center, but we don't have a lot that's just about the community and not just of the community of artists, but actually of the community, too, that all the artwork shows the community that we live in. Mm-hmm. And so we try to make it about that, too. And the event itself is always 
We try to partner with um, D.C. organizations. So whether that's like the Historical Society of D.C., who we partnered with last year, or Blue Jacket, the local brewery here, um, who has been providing our beer for the last couple of years. We try to <laughs> uh, you know, work with local vendors. And mm-hmm. so it becomes like a big celebration. And then we want you know people to come out and uh, who are just photography fans. And we've always tried to make it a really accessible experience for everybody on both sides. And so people can come in and not feel intimidated by being in an art gallery, which can be kind of scary for people who've never been in an art gallery before. You know, you kind of feel like maybe you're not welcome or you're not sophisticated (laughs) enough or whatever. And it's like, no, this is like a chill show. So come out, buy a photo, support photography. And we hope it's kind of a gateway to supporting art in other ways. Like not everybody can be an artist, but you can support art. And so, you know, buy this $150 photo. And now every time somebody comes into your house, you're like, yes, I bought this, you know, at a DC art show. Mm. And now I'm going to now I need to go buy something else. And, you know, hopefully you're making a little more money and supporting the artwork, (laughs) supporting the art community a little more. Right. (laughs) That's that's great. That's great. What are you most proud of when you when you look back at all this that you've created and I don't know if you have the time, you've had the time to really stop and take this all in, but what do you look back? What are, what are you most proud of? Oh, so <clears throat> we had our 10 year anniversary last year. Well, I guess this year in March of 2016. And so we did kind of reflect on that a little bit and it's still a hard question to answer. I mean, I think I'm definitely proud of all the photographers that I've gotten to know over the years. I mean, a lot of these people I've known for 10 years now and seeing the way that they've evolved their work and, you know, done new things themselves. Like I hope that part of it, part of exposed has given them the own, their own initiative to do things, um, you know, whether it's like to throw their own little art show or to right. just to, you know, just to take more photos, to experiment more. I hope that's part of it. And I think it is part of it. Um, I'm also just proud myself, I think of, turning exposed into an actual organization. Um, you know, like I said, we're a nonprofit now. I keep saying that cause I'm super proud and it was really hard to <laughs> fill out those forms. <laughs> we had, we had a guy, tough. Charles Gray really helped us with that. So thank you to him. Um, and, uh, you know, we have a team now with, um, you know, my friend Jennifer Wade, who runs all of our social activities, um, Megan Gay, who also um, does some work for us. And so we've created this great little team that, we just work really well together. Oh, we just recruited Noe to uh, Todorovich. Sorry for butchering your name. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so we're, we're kind of hoping that we get in more people who just love to organize for the sake of organizing. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I, I think we play a role and I, I love sharing that with other people. I'm also really glad I'm just not doing it by myself anymore because <laughs> it was yeah, getting really sure. hard. <laughs> so this is an organizer's tale. Not a, more, yeah. more so than a photographer's yeah. tale. That is true. That is true. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, anything else I might have missed on in along the way in this story? Oh gosh, um, I don't know. I don't think so. So what's 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 <laughs> next? What's the next big milestone for you? Oh, the next big milestone. Um, well, we are hoping now that we're a nonprofit, <laughs> we're hoping to get some grants and things like that. So we are hoping to do a little more. Um, we would love, I, I personally love my day job, but, um, but we're hoping for James that if we can actually get some money to, um, to let him do a little more full-time work for us. Um, I don't know what that would mean. We're a little long ways from that, I think, mm-hmm. but it would be great to just be able to put a little more focus on this. I mean, we all do it in our spare time and there's only so much you can do, even with a team of our size, 
when everybody's doing it in their spare time. Right. Um, but we do, you know, one thing I've always loved about Exposed is that we've been able to do a lot over the years just by um, <laughs> simply the fact that we keep existing. Um, and right. we will we will always run into somebody. I mean, almost just like you, like you emailed mm. me and you were like, let's do something together. And I'm like, hell yes, let's do something together. <laughs> right. And that is the way that we do all of our stuff. So, I mean, we do do other um, things over the years. Like uh, right now we have a great partnership with the Crystal City Bid. Um, we've been doing a photo walk in their underground. And um, yeah, at first yeah. I was kind of like, you know, do people really pay attention to the photography in the underground? Like, is this, you know, is this worth it for that. us? And I saw that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we did it. We're actually on our second show now. And when we were installing the second show a few weeks ago, and so we were uninstalling the show that was there, um, people kept stopping us and were like, legitimately upset that we were removing the photos. Wow. <laughs> and they were like, are you going to put something else up there? What are you going to do with those photos? And we were suddenly overwhelmed with how many people were actually paying attention. This one woman stopped us. Yeah. I will never forget this. And I've tried to tell all the photographers who were in that show about this woman mm-hmm. who she was like, uh, she, you know, she was the one who stopped us and was kind of upset that we might be removing it. And she said, no, every day when I come to work, you know, I listen to my music and I have like stories that I've made up for all of these photos <laughs> as she goes through the hallway every day. And she goes, and I know when I have a bad day, I know which photo that I want to go look at. And when I have a good day, I know which photo I want to wow. go look at. And I was like, wow, that is really like touching. I mean, <laughs> it is. That's amazing. And so we had a lot of, I mean, that was <clears throat> certainly the most extreme, <clears throat> excuse me, most extreme reaction, but, um, but we had a lot of people who stopped us. And so we're really happy doing that show. And actually the photos are printed huge and they're beautiful. <laughs> so if you get a chance to stop in Crystal City, I think we're going to keep doing that for a while. And okay. we have, um, Carolyn Space actually has some photos down there, but we have a variety of, um, we have 12 photogra- photographers that we're showing down there right now. And we have an, another like partnership with Knowledge Commons who does free, um, classes sorry excuse me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Knowledge Commons. Um, okay uh-huh. who does who does uh, free classes and so they have oh yes yes, talked yes. To us about doing um, photography classes so for the last couple years um we've done a short series in november and december doing sort of like fun goofy stuff like we don't want to compete with real photography schools right like that's not our jam but like but we can do um like chris williams we have him go to gravelly point and like t- you know teach people teach like five or ten people how to take photos of the airplanes flying mm-hmm, over gravelly mm-hmm. and fun stuff like that so that's we kind cool. of just keep looking out for those kinds of partnerships and seeing like what we can do next right yeah that's really cool really cool wow well this has been fascinating this has been fascinating <laughs> to finally finally find out who Who's who's the, who's this Heather I keep reading about? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that was fun. I feel like I just wrote my memoir or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first draft, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Thank you so much for 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 just being so generous with your time and your experiences. Uh, I know a lot of the photographers who who sort of follow along would be interested in the contest. Oh, great. Well, I hope so. Please enter. We want to meet new people all the time. So Very good. Where do people find you, people who are inspired by you in this interview? Where do they find you or where do you want to send them? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, so, of course, you can follow Exposed DC everywhere. Um, you know, just go to our website. We have all our social media there. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, uh, if you want to follow me personally, um, I'm on Twitter most of the time at Heather M. G., and uh, also on Instagram at the same name, but it's a lot of pictures of my black cat who is beautiful. So feel free to follow. <laughs> and um, yeah, I guess that's it. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much again 
Um, it's been fun talking with you, and yeah, and, thank and, you. and good luck with all the, the the hard work you're doing to to showcase photographers and the work. Oh. And the work. They well, it, it is my pleasure. So thank you so much. <laughs> all right. I really hope you were as inspired as, as I was by Heather's story. Remember, you can find her work online at ExposedDC.com, and I'll have links to Heather, Exposed DC, and the contest in the show notes for episode 91. If you enjoyed this episode, you can make sure you don't miss another one by subscribing at ShutterbugLife.com forward slash subscribe. By the way, Shutterbug Life is more than a podcast. We are a community of friendly photographers who shoot, share, and learn together. You can join our Facebook group in between episodes at fb.shutterbuglife.com. Come on in, share your work, share what you're working on. Tell us a little bit about you and the kind of photography you do so we can get to know a little bit about you. If you find yourself in Washington, D.C. or New York City, join any of our meetups in both of those cities. I'll have links to that also on the website, but we get out together just, again, a bunch of friendly photographers who go find fun places to photograph together. You can learn with me in New Orleans on my my spring photo tour New Orleans weekend photography workshop. I spend uh, three days in the Big Easy giving, uh, taking you through a wide range of different kinds of photography opportunities. So um, check that out at shutterbuglife.com forward slash New Orleans. That's it for another episode. Remember, this is episode 91, and you can find more information about this podcast on the show notes for episode 91. Thank you so much for being a part of the community and for listening to the podcast. I really, really appreciate you. All right, that's it. Let's get out of here. This is the last podcast episode for 2016. When we come back, it will be a new year, 2017, and I'm really anxious to see what kinds of fun things we can create together. All right, until then, wherever you go, whatever you do, enjoy your shutterbug life. Take care. <laughs>